Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It is six minutes after eight o'clock on this Saturday morning, and the Corona Premier Golf Show is live from Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, site of the 40th annual U.S. Senior Open Golf Championship. We will crown a national champion late Sunday afternoon, and right now we have a stellar leaderboard. The biggest names in senior golf are at the top, led by Steve Stricker, who won his first major back in mid-May. He sits at 14 under par. Jerry Kelly, who beat Stricker in a playoff last week in Madison, Stricker's tournament, sits in second place at minus 12, two shots back. Then it's co-leader in the first round, David Toms at minus 11, Retief Goosen at minus 9, and three players at minus 8, Chris DeMarco, Bob Estes, and Kirk Triplett. Good morning, everyone. Along with Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. I'm Darren Pritchett. We welcome you to the USGA Media Center, where a lot of things happen on a daily basis. The writers, the broadcasters, all the media converge here. This is our home away from home. It's air-conditioned. We've got TVs. We've got a scoreboard. We've got a desk where people come and do interviews. Welcome to the good life, Tim. We've got food. We've got coffee. This yeah. is pretty much not a bad deal here. I could get used to this, man. <laughs> this is some good digs. It isn't bad. The USGA does a very nice job of taking care of us. We are located right next to Douglas Road. We're not too far from the practice facility at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. First things first, Warren Golf Course has looked like a gem on television for a national and worldwide audience. I know the rain on Wednesday has made this golf course look easy, and we'll talk about that in a couple of moments. But Warren has shined this week. The USGA has done, I think, a terrific job with this setting. And I guess we've been around USGA venues before, including Olympia Fields Mm -hmm. in 2003, just outside of Chicago. And this has a very similar feel it just feels like a different golf tournament because the fairways are so defined and you've got all the tents, the flags. It just feels like a major championship, which it is. But I just feel like this has really been a perfect setting for a senior golf major. Yeah, I think, you know, and it's uh, it's been great. Not I'm, Being out here and watching, obviously, has been fantastic. And the local support uh, from the, the local companies has been great to see. Um, it's kind of like uh, I was joking with you earlier. It's almost like a, a rotary meeting out there in the hospitality <laughs> suites. It's it's the who's who of the South Bend business world. But um, I've enjoyed the TV coverage. I think Fox has done a great job. I think to your point, just from the over uh, view shots and um, the golf course looks fantastic. It looks you know obviously it's in great shape. The greens are great. Um, you know with the with the rain, it's a shame. And I think. Um, you know, the other part of this, too, and we talked a little bit last night on your show about it, is it's not so much the greens, which is obviously important, but it's the balls 
sticking in the fairway and not running through into the rough. And if these fairways were a little bit tighter this week with that long rough, the golf course would yeah. be playing uh, completely different. But, uh, no, I think you're right. I think this has got a championship feel. I think you haven't heard uh, anything negative at all uh, from the players, at least that I've heard. Uh, which, you know, the, the the senior PGA, as we know, in Harbor Shores, sometimes some of the players have been critical of that venue, um, but not here. So, Well, I'll tell you what, and some people say, well, this golf course is too easy. Look at the scores. Let's keep in mind this, and you just touched on it a second ago. The USGA had this golf course set up just the way they wanted Wednesday night. We were not supposed to have any rain Wednesday night, and... I remember looking at all the stuff on TV, and the meteorologists were saying, oh, no, it's not going to rain at all. Well, we got an inch of rain here. In fact, John Foster's joining us here right now. We'll give him a microphone. He told me the story that at South Bend Country Club, they got a tenth of an inch of rain Wednesday night. We got an inch here, and it has totally changed what this golf course was going to be all about. The defense of this golf course is the greens. The green complexes. They're small. They are tiered. That is the defense. And when you get rain and you soften these greens up, the golf course loses some of its shield. And that's the unfortunate thing. If it does not rain, these scores are cut in half, in my personal opinion. And I'll let the expert now come in and and, and also either agree or disagree. John, you're the general manager here at Warren. How do you think that rain has changed the face of this golf tournament? Uh, 180 degrees. Yeah. I first took great offense, I guess it was on Thursday, that they're going so low. And I'm, well, you know what? That's not a bad thing. You know, Matt, our superintendent, was uh, he was a little bit disturbed by the whole thing. I told him, Matt, they're making putts from everywhere. And that's what people fail to realize here. The greens are so good, it's hard not to make a putt. Mm-hmm. So it, they are receptive. They aren't nearly as receptive as they were. And today they'll be less receptive than yesterday. We're getting some hard bounces out there, good. Uh, which is good. Yep. And, but the thing is, guys, if you take away Stricker, Kelly, Tom's Goose, and these scores yeah, are probably saying, what take exactly away those top we're looking three for. Players, and then yeah. that would be more what we expected, right? Eight or nine under, you it, probably would not have been. I don't disagree, Tim. I, I think if, you know if this was filled with you know eight guys you never heard of before, I'd be a little bit. Well, that's you know, what I said concerned. on the show last night. I mean, you got the, the cream rising yeah. to the crop. You exactly. Know, and these guys are playing great golf right now. They're both in the playoff last week, and yeah. uh, perfect golf. I think when we heard Stricker. Was playing. We said on the show, "There's favorite, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Golf and and I think you know we talked about Tom's too, and yep. David's playing it, you know, the, the way it should be played. But you know, I, I was watching. I didn't <laughs> watch yesterday very much. I was doing some other stuff. I didn't get to watch golf. I went home last night and watched it, and the balls are starting to release through the greens, uh, which is good. There's still. I saw a couple back up, which just breaks my heart when I see that happen. But I think we're good. I mean, um, he's obviously not putting I, any water on it at all. Uh, no, but yeah. I was telling Darren, don't you think, too, though, with the fairways being soft? Oh. I mean, a lot of these shots aren't going into the rough because Let, the fairways Tim, are Tim, I so think soft. that's more important than the greens yeah, because we've not had... I mean, uh, Joe Duran has hit every fairway always. I mean, come on. 
<laughs> and the U.S. Open. Exactly. So the setup was going to be firm fairways, which narrows them. Right. And then grow the rough up. Well, it's, it's not been a factor. So I think more so than the, the greens being receptive. Because they can't the get it out of the rough. No. I've, oh, I've listen, saw, I saw Goosen yesterday almost yeah. you know, yeah. pull hook one out yeah. of there. So if if we could get a little bit of that. But, that, I mean, the fairways are wide. That's the way the course was designed. The USGA knew it coming in. But I think yeah. that's a good balance. When you have small targets <laughs> yeah. for greens, I think you have to get yeah. back a little bit. And I asked... I think it was DeMarco yesterday about that, and he said it is, it's very fair because yeah. you got the small targets, so they gave us a little more area. But yeah. to John's point, though, yeah. with them soft, that yep. just widens those sure. fairways yeah. that much yeah. more. These guys are picking spots on the fairway like you would pick a spot on the That's green right. to hit to, yep. which is just unheard yeah. of. So, you know, <clears throat> I was telling somebody last night, I'm going to start playing out here again. Evidently, it's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> John Foster, Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchard with you, the Corona Premier Golf Show. I know you can't give up very much information, but in terms of setup today, do you think they're going to maybe oh, they aren't pin maybe. placements are going well, to be... Well, the whole locations I'm not sure, but I do know about the Mohai, and it's going to be a little different. They're going to speed them up? Yeah. 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 And Can I think double roll them every day, too? We, uh, we've been double cutting and rolling. Okay. Not wow. sure what procedures they're going to do to get there. I know the Mohai's going to be a little bit less. And then... Um, uh, I'm losing my train of thought here, but um, <laughs> you've worked a few hours this you week. Know, it's, it's okay. It, I'm trying to get my mind around that, but yeah, <laughs> Tim, you're absolutely right. I mean, and it's not going to be goofy, and the whole locations won't be goofy. I know what I was going to say. Part of that was we had 80 uh, qualifiers playing, and it was a pace of play issue to to a degree. Some of the T locations oh. weren't as far back when there's forced carries and stuff. I mean, nobody sees that. But they take that into consideration. Because they don't want these guys shooting 90? They don't want them shooting 90. They don't want to play five-hour rounds either. Interesting. And so that's a maybe a minor consideration, but it is a consideration. Not one amateur made the cut. Did you see that? I did not know I that. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Wow. There's some club so, pros that did, but, you know, yeah. they're legit. Yeah. You know, I, I was with a few of them this week. These guys, I had a guy yesterday that missed the cut by two, and he said this is his seventh one, and he's a club oh, wow. pro that he's yeah. played. He also says it's the best one he's ever played in. Now. How about that? I don't know if that's true or not, but... I would like to, and they also moved the tees up on Thursday, I, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, I just think they, <laughs> I, well, look, there's no doubt. They baby these senior guys a little yeah. bit more than the regular U.S. Open, right? right. I mean, right. but I just think, and they and they, don't, they didn't know what the scores were going to be, obviously. That strictly no. was used 62. No. But, no. you know, I think uh, the, the rain freaked them out, and they moved the tees up a little bit. Listen, to, to tell you, Tim, how unprepared we were for that happening, we were going into Tuesday talking about a syringing plan for the green. <laughs> Oh on how we were going goodness. to keep them alive because it was going to be so fast and firm and dry. Oh so that shows Unreal. you the impact that Mother Nature had and kind of caught us unawares. Let me play a soundbite. I'm going to throw our producer, Matt, a curveball. Matt, I'm going to go to the, the Billy Andrade audio because this, is, this was a fun commentary by Billy, who is at six under par, shot 66 and 68. And the first part of the commentary, he's joking about Stricker being 14 under. And then he talks about the golf course. So give a listen. This is U.S. Senior Open player, Billy Andre, who sits at minus six. Let's, let's first off and say that, I mean, let's get it off on the table. Steve Stricker's kind of becoming a jerk. <laughs> this isn't right. You know, you can't look up at the board and see 14 under, you know. 62, 62, 66, 62, 60 what? 62, 64. It's not the Great Milwaukee Open. 
Amazing, amazing what he's done. Um, unbelievable. He's a hell of a player. Uh, you know, I've been playing well lately, and uh, today you know, I didn't maybe make a, a, a few that I should have made, but uh, you know, it's all about trying not to make too many mistakes. And if you can hit some greens here, you can have a lot of chances. And uh, I thought today was a little more difficult than yesterday. Yesterday there wasn't as much wind. Um, and I made three bogeys today that uh, kind of derailed me a little bit. But uh, overall, I'm very happy to be where I'm at. Steve is a jerk. And uh, we, we just got to go pretty low this weekend, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not the mindset you figure for a senior open to shoot the scores he's shooting up. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at the, the way the golf course is. You know, it's, it's um, you know, that rain that we got the night before really made the golf course pretty um, susceptible to great scores. You know, the fairways were wet. So if you can, you know, and they're not that claustrophobic. So if you can, if you're, if you're hitting your driver okay uh, and the greens are susceptible to, you know, good shots, though the greens are small, you know, it's, it's not crazy. And, uh, you know, you're not looking at seeing 14 under on the board, but um, there are a lot of good scores out there. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I mean, if you, you look at, um, you know, what Gary Woodland did at Pebble Beach, and you look at what Tiger Woods did the last time it was there and the difference in the scoring. Uh, so it's just, it's just the way Mother Nature kind of, if, if this place was bone dry, it'd be really hard. But it's not, so... Uh, it's still a hell of a track. Yep. How about that comment right there at the end? Well, Billy was here the week before as he's on his way to, uh, to Wisconsin to play in Stricker's event, and it was fast then. And he, he said two things. He said, John, if, there, if anybody criticizes this golf course, it's for one of two reasons. Number one, they played really crappy. And number two, they don't know anything about golf courses. <laughs> so I thought he was predisposed to liking it. I think all the guys. I mean, there is no reason for these guys to hold back if they don't like a course. We've seen that before. So on, when was it, Wednesday, Brad Bryant told me that this is the first event he's ever been to where three days into practice rounds he's not heard one complaint from the players. He said normally it's about 50-50 at this point. And, and I don't know if that would be the case if we're firm and fast. Maybe they'd be a little more critical. You know, everybody's having fun out there. But I, I, I don't know. So I think... You know, we can rest assured, regardless of what the final score is, yeah. that the course presented itself very well. It uh, it looks really good on TV. Sure does. Um, really impressive. Um, I think Fox has done a fantastic job. Um, <laughs> I really do. And I've been yeah. critical of their coverage before. Curtis Strange is good in the booth. Listen, yeah. and, and I don't mean to do... It's, it's going to be name drop city yeah. for the next oh, two weeks. I can't wait. But <laughs> I did have lunch with him and uh, Brad Fax in the last couple of days, t twice. He's he's really in, he's been great. You know, there's been a bit of a he's a little prickly at times. He's sure not been this week. He's great. engaged, fully engaged. Loves this place. Loves the golf course. Uh, spoke with Ben and Bill uh, Corn Crenshaw were here. He spoke with Ben just effusive about the course. And Faxon is just the real deal. Engaged, wants to awesome. learn, learn, learn. So so anyway, it's been a great week for university. It's been a great week for the golf course. Matt and his crew, has done, they've done incredible things. You know, I was told by the USGA on Thursday, and they named about eight major venues that everybody would know and said, if that happened there, we wouldn't be playing today. 
this this top dressing program that Matt's done over the past few that? years. I mean, not only was there wasn't standing water, there were no mud balls yeah, no or ball anything. in hand either. Yeah, and, right. exactly. And they won't play that. Yeah. You know, they'd rather cancel the round than play lift, yeah. clean, and play. So, you know, we're happy. The takeaways are really good at this point. I think it's going to be a great championship just because the scoring opportunities are out there and. Hopefully, Stricker will wake up and realize he's human today. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, we have the media shuttle that takes us from mm -hmm. the facility to our parking area. And after the show on Thursday, I'm on the bus and we're heading toward the bull a lot. Mm -hmm. It's like the scene in Smoking the Bandit where there was like 50 semis <laughs> coming at the, at the cops. Here comes all of the crew oh, maintenance yeah. down Douglas yeah. Road. There's like 60 or 70 golf cart police <laughs> escort yeah i mean yeah. it was a sight to see everybody had their blue on yeah, the maintenance really cool. crew it, it was just yeah due to the play that's still going on we, we you know we can't go our normal routes through the golf sure. course so they have to go up douglas hang a left down ironwood and in the back gate and it is so cool i watched it again last night <laughs> and matt great. is out in front with his dog it's and it's see? so the cool crew. yeah it's really neat it's so. like jerry reed you know and smoking well, i did have uh, you know dean chandler the the um uh, county sheriff, or he's not the sheriff, but one of the the traffic control right. guy. He's leading it. And he goes, you know, John, that's the first time I've ever had a maintenance crew. <laughs> it's a sight to <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, no, no, it was cool. So. Steve Stricker this week has 15 birdies and one bogey. Jeez. He is hitting 86% of greens. Wow. Yeah, it's something to see. And he's got a two-shot lead. And this is what Stricker had to say yesterday after shooting 64. Can you play much better? You know, it was uh, it was solid. Both days were really solid. Uh, drove the ball well. Um, hit hit a lot of good iron shots and starting to make some putts, which is fun to see. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it was a good two days, solid two days. Steve, a lot of motivation this week. I know you had a chance to win your event. Didn't happen. I'm sure you'd still love to win a major and also a USGA event. For sure, yeah, a lot of a lot of motivation that uh, I didn't get it done last week. You know, it, it stings a little bit. Um, I've talked about that earlier this week, and um, so I'm determined to play well. And and um, and luckily, I have. You know, I've I've, I've um, I feel good going around this course. Uh, it's fits my eye well. Um, small targets, you know, on the greens. So. If you get it on the green sometimes, you have a makeable birdie putt. So it's, um, it's a treat to go around here and play, and, and um, I, like, uh, I like what I've been doing so far. That is the leader, Steve Stricker. 62-64 sets the U.S. Senior Open record at 126. Jerry Kelly is two shots back, and Stricker referencing the American Family Insurance Championship in Madison that he hosts on the Champions Tour. Had a chance to win it in regulation. Couldn't close it out. Then went into a playoff with Jerry Kelly and Retief Goosen. All three of them are in the top four right now in this championship. And Kelly ended up winning. And he was pretty happy when he arrived in town. I think he was still celebrating that championship, <laughs> as a matter of fact. But he told the story yesterday. Kelly said that he and Stricker have played youth golf together. Mm -hmm. They have picked each other up during the down times. Remember Stricker? There was a time where... He was gone mm -hmm. yeah. from the golf scene, and he has worked his way back. So there's a great relationship, and they're going to be in the same pairing today. In fact, here are the final pairings. When you come out today or if you're going to watch on TV, 
The final tee time is at 325. It is Jerry Kelly and Steve Stricker. These are some attractive pairings. At 314, it's Retief Goosen and David Toms. At 303, Bob Estes and Chris DeMarco. At 252, it's Duffy Waldorf and Kirk Triplett. And then at 241, Billy Andrade and Bernhard Lager. Yeah, you know them all. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Kirk Triplett's son went to Notre Dame, huh? Yeah, he graduated yeah, yeah, two yeah. years ago with a degree in man mechanical engineering. Wow. So. And is, and Duffy's kind of made a... He's been on the lead. I, I saw last. him. I, I did get US to see opens. him play two or three holes yesterday, and he is just flat striking the ball. Yeah. Does he still mark his ball up? Oh, yeah. It looks like uh, some kid painted it or something. He's yeah. got his kid's initials and the... Yeah. I always liked Duffy. He was he's, always he's a, a good, good, good guy, yeah. He's yep. good in these USGA. And then Bernard just keeps showing up Oh my gosh. at 60-whatever-he-is-year-old. 61. Unbelievable. I watched him practice rounds the other day, and he uh, he spent so much time on the greens. His, his caddy had a compass. Oh, jeez. I've never seen anything like it. Breaks I don't know. to the east or I something? I don't know. <laughs> to do with, I, I, but anyway, yeah, he's very deliberate, I guess they say, but yeah, he's still there, still showing up. And then Tommy Armour the third, he's qualified here in Indiana. Yeah, and he qualified uh, here. Delaware Country Club, right? Three years ago, and he oh. qualified at Delaware, yeah. So it's yeah. good to see him playing well. I mean, John, when you first thought about bringing this event to this golf course, had I told you, look at the the top ten right now. Mm -hmm. For golf fans, even the average golf fan, they know all ten of right. those For names. This is part. a dream right now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's what, I mean, again, we're taking some solace in the fact that at least it's a good player's beating up on the course, not <laughs> just Joe <laughs> Qualifier. Um, yeah. But there is. It's weird, though, because out of 156 participants, yeah. I mean, I've been a golf pro for 20 yeah, exactly. years. Exactly. And there is a large part of the field uh, I've never heard oh, of. No, they, uh, you know, that's the typical senior open. You have 70 to 75 exempt positions, and the rest are open for qualification. Yeah. Now, a Which lot of cool. those are, are filled by, like, Tommy Armour. Mm -hmm. He had to qualify to get in here. But the cool thing is it's an 18-hole qualifier, so you catch fire for one right. day, and you're here. And these guys, I tell you what, I could spot the qualifiers a mile away. They're the ones that showed up last Thursday. Played every day. And played every day <laughs> on the putting green when people were around. Uh, it's great. They're just soaking They're it soaking up. They're soaking it up, yeah. And the other stuff that we did, you know, all the ancillary stuff with uh, registration in the football locker. Yeah, that was giving cool. them the oh, jersey. Oh, they love that. that. The qualifiers especially, although you did see the shots of some of these guys seasoned. Well, Kelly... Ran out on the field, ran a 100-yard dash down the field, <laughs> up the stairs, <laughs> under the jumbotron, and then was running patterns. And oh he was exhausted. I was afraid he was going to pull a muscle. wasn't going to be able say, to play. have a heart attack. And then Miguel Angel catching passes, oh. and it was yeah, awesome. hilarious. So uh, the guys have had a good time regardless of how they played. Did you see Jimenez with the helmet on and the cigar? <laughs> That's <laughs> <so> classic. <laughs> well, Jeff Gallagher on Thursday went to the tee. Had his jersey and a helmet on That's on the first day and good. took a few practice swings. He's playing well. He, he really is. Yeah, yeah local guy. Indiana kid. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, him, his brother was a great player on the tour. Jim Gallagher. His sister he's was on good. The, his sister was probably the best of all of them. I think yeah. she played no at LSU. Mm -hmm. um, but all he, family. It's been great. So I, I got a quick story about Chris Smith from Rochester. Yeah. Yeah. We all know Chris. He's been fabulous. I mean, what a nice man. So I'm on 18 yesterday. And I'm shuttling, here we go, name dropping again, but shuttling the bus, you know, Jerome Bettis, out to the Warren Villa, okay? So we get stopped by 18T while they hit, and Chris's caddy is a huge Notre Dame fan. His name's Aaron. So Chris and Aaron are waiting to hit, oh, and Aaron so. sees the bus, <laughs> and he starts, he gets in Chris's ear, and his eyes light up, and Chris is so excited. He teed it up, didn't even, no practice swing, hit it, and then came over 
to us and took a selfie with Jerome. I love it. And he's talking and talking. I said, hey, Chris, your guys are way down the fairway here. And he's, doesn't really matter, dude. I'm seven over. It's 18. <laughs> it was fantastic. So, oh, The Corona Premier Golf Show live from Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Side of the 40th U.S. Senior Open. Third round play. We'll get started at 10.06. That's mm-hmm. when the first pairing goes out. And Scott McCarron, one of the best players on the Champions Tour. He was hot yesterday. Yeah. He was not happy. Yeah, yeah, swing at the old golf bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he came here thinking he could dominate, mm-hmm. and which he probably could if he were playing well. Um, and he's making nothing. He's nope. not a putt nope. to drop. Nope, nope, nope. I tell you what, at 1028, Mark O'Meara and Rocco Mediate. Oh, here you go. That'd be a fun Rocco's pairing. Rocco's lost a lot of weight. He oh, has. man. 70 pounds. 1123, Colin Montgomery and Corey Pavin. Oh. <laughs> You talk about I'll tell you what. Yeah. How, have you met Colin yet? Uh, no, uh, no. And okay. I'll tell you a story off air. Uh, One thirteen. <laughs> VJ Singh and Miguel and El Jimenez. That's a fun. Group. Here's, here's the pairing everybody needs to watch. Okay. At one thirty-five, Greg Helmkamp, my assistant, is oh, going yeah. on for chatting for Tom Watson this week. And I saw him on TV a bunch of times. It's it fantastic. Great. Oh, I, we're going to get to that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Didn't we, we didn't get the agenda, Darren, like you normally no. email us. That's have, right. <laughs> no. We have Mr. Watson mentioning John Foster's oh. name oh. several times. We'll get to that in the next segment. All How about right. that? Great. Cool. So Watson's d- name dropping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I was with Pettis yesterday, I'm, I'm driving him around. I said, Jerome, I want to get to the point where somebody says, "Who's that with John Foster?" Oh, there you go. I like that. We'll take a timeout and we'll come back with the Watson audio cool. and Greg Helm talking heard about that. caddying. Okay. For Tom, so we'll do that in the next segment as the golf show presented by Corona <laughs> Premier continues. It's just Tim and Darren hanging out with John Foster on ninety six one WSVT the sports leader. Back live from the 40th U.S. Senior Open Golf Championship, Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, along with the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, Tim Firestone, and the general chairman for the U.S. Senior Open. Normally, the general manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, John Foster. I'm Darren Pritchett. Steve Stricker leads the way at minus 14. Okay, we can cut the music. Thank you. I can't hear myself think that music. We're going to have to change the music. Yeah. It sends me into... <laughs> I can't hear myself think. All right, so Steve Stricker at minus 14. Jerry Kelly at minus 12. David Toms is at minus 11, and they will tee off during the 3 o'clock hour today. Tom Watson, 69 years old. He shot his age on Thursday, 69. He beat his age yesterday with a 68. With a broken putter. Uh, Did you hear the story? Oh, I know that story. Yes. Did Uh, you hear this story? No, I have not. So in his interview afterwards, I'm interested to hear what you know. But he shows up uh, yesterday, hit balls on a range, and... And goes to grab his putter out of his bag to hit some putts before he tees off, and the whole hosel's bent on his putter. So they said he took it in your bushing. Yeah, went down the basement on putting a vice, and he bent it himself. <laughs> and when he, it was a surreal situation. I heard about it secondhand, and then I saw Greg last night, and he explained it. You think Greg was a little nervous? Oh my God! And it really had nothing to do with Greg. It, do they keep the clubs here? No, they're down in the where their locker facility. There's a club storage, but it's kind of a loosey goosey arrangement. It's not anymore. Oh. <laughs> 
So you think it was like vandalism? Possibly. Oh my gosh. But the guy, and this doesn't happen. You, uh-huh. Most of these guys on tour, you go get a new, another putter. And it, so oh, he's yeah. like trying to hand bend. It only took him two goes at it, and he got it. <clears throat> I think his comment to Greg was, I think it's better than it was before. <laughs> and I think that was a mental thing with him. Yeah, I know. Tim, I'm glad you brought it up. So I, the <clears throat> possibility that a player did that? I don't know. They I don't, don't want to point fingers, no, but that's kind of the road we're going here. I don't think here. they know for sure. Uh, whether but what a look. story. He, I, mean, oh and the, I mean, he, here you go. He's ready to tee off in 10, 15 minutes. I saw, I saw him running through the parking lot down to the basement. I thought, what in the heck is going on? <laughs> What did he just go to the, get another putter or say, hey, Greg, can I borrow your oh, putter? He must really like that putter. Uh, yeah. I don't think those guys just take one off the rack. And, uh, oh, no, you don't bring a backup? I guess not. I, I mean, well, why would you? Are any of the tour uh, vans oh, here? They, they leave on like Wednesday, so they oh, weren't here. Okay. Callaway had a van here, and he's a Callaway guy. It was an Odyssey putter, but no, they were long gone. <laughs> oh, my God. And then to, to <laughs> top it off, since Greg's caddying, he doesn't have his keys to the club repair room. Oh, geez. So they get down there. They can't locked. get in. Luckily, Brian, our other assistant, is doing the standard bearers, and there's stations down there. So Brian oh. unlocked it for him. Otherwise, <laughs> who knows? So anyway, little drama. Yeah. I had not heard that. That's a great story right there. Well, so Tom's caddy couldn't make it this week, so he needed a caddy. So when you need something, who do, who you, do you call? call? <laughs> John Foster. So we'll let Tom pick up the story as he was asked about needing a caddy this week, and he ended ends up with Greg Helmkamp, who is an assistant pro at Warren Golf Course. And so here you go, Tom Watson saying John Foster's name. Give a listen. Well, John Foster, the pro, uh, was was very very helpful. I, my, my caddy, uh, for business reasons, couldn't uh, uh, couldn't caddy for me. He told me last week, so I called uh, I called John and asked him if he could arrange a caddy, and came right back and said Greg would be the assistant pro here would uh, be happy to do it, and glad to have him on the bag. What uh, what kind of expectations do you have for him? Do you I, what, what's kind of the relationship like between you guys so far? Well, I, I you know I, I, you know he knows the golf course and uh, you know I'll you know I'll ask him I'll ask him about the golf course and if it, again the the thing about the golf course is. That, um, is, it gives you it gives you a lot of it gives you a lot off the tee where you can get the ball in the fairway, uh, but the greens there's something else, and it's awfully hard to ask somebody to help you read a putt uh, who doesn't know your speed and hasn't seen you putt. Uh, so you know there's uh, you know I'm, I'm certain I'll be uh, relying on him for certain bits of information about. You know, things that may, maybe the wind factor on, on a couple couple of holes there that uh, uh, actually yesterday when the wind was blowing it seemed like it it swirled on that par three the short par three in the backside uh, you know went downwind and then into the wind you know all all in in a minute so uh, those are the types of questions I'll ask Greg Tom Watson talking about Greg Helmkamp and John Foster soon. If you're standing next to John, his phone goes off. It'll be that comment will be his ringtone. <laughs> Tom Watson saying his name. It'll just be that over. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What a great story. I, I mean, it's really good for Greg, too. I mean, Greg works so hard, and he'd worked so hard for this championship. And I, when, when <clears throat> I got off the phone with Tom, I went in the pro shop, and I said, Hey, Greg, I need to see you in my office. 
I said, close the door. And he sat down, and I said, I'm not going to, I don't want you to work the range on this week the way you were supposed to. I'm relieving you of your duties. And I, he had <laughs> he this he gonna... funny look on his face, and I said, so since you're not doing anything, would you want to cut caddy for Watson? And you could see immediate excitement and fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he slept for a week looking forward to it, but Tom's been really good to him, and he has not relied on him for very much. And that's just fine with Greg. Well, yeah. you, Tom Watson, watching him play at the age of 69, yeah. and the way he goes around, he makes golf look so easy. He really does. He does yeah. His swing, like, he just, there's, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's such a simple he, swing. He, he just said, strolls did, around. Did you hear this? He said these are the most difficult greens he's ever had to read. Augusta. Ever. ever. Now, I don't know if that's true or if he just said it to be, you know, hyperbolic, but my goodness, that's quite Maybe a Maybe he should ask Stricker for some advice. <laughs> yeah. You know I what? don't think they're the most difficult Steve's ever had to read. You know what the media, all of us as a group said after Tom made that comment? We all have a built-in excuse now when we three-find <laughs> right. yeah, here more in golf course. Well, Watson said it's the toughest that he has faced. Well, Greg has had a great couple of days with Watson, and after Tom shot... 69 on Thursday. I caught up with Greg just to get some of his thoughts on spending a few holes with Mr. Watson. Give a listen. Well, I guess not too many people can say they have caddied for Tom Watson. What was the experience like? Uh, it was awesome. It uh, the, the support that, you know, everybody, it, crowds were good out there today for Thursday. And uh, the support for Tom, it's it's fun. And I, I think he fed off of it a little bit today. I mean, 69 was uh, a really good score. Um, it bounced back and he grinded. You know, every time he made a bogey, uh, he'd come back with a birdie. And uh, so kind of being in that, um, you know, those ebbs and flows with him uh, was fun. You know, when he makes birdies, you feel good. So... How much interaction did you have? How much did you help him today? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, from a, the standpoint of once we get up on the greens, um, he kind of goes on his own. He has uh, a feel of, you know, his speed, and I don't have that feel. I, I haven't been with him long enough, obviously. So uh, he pretty much reads himself, and he did pretty good today. Um, wind direction, uh, I helped him on a couple shots, you know, different angles, where to kind of place the ball uh, on his second shot on one of the par fives. Uh, it was 17, uh, kind of what angle to come into that whole location just over that pot bunker there. Um, and then just, you know, kind of being there and, you know, he had some good shots coming down the stretch and uh, just being there to kind of root him on. As an assistant pro here, being inside the ropes, watching a major championship on the course you work at, what was that experience like? Different. I mean, it, you know, you're here day in and day out, but to see the structures and all the people, uh, there was a couple times I just kind of sat back and, was, you know, took it in and was like, this is pretty cool. At, at our golf course, to see this transformation happen, it was uh, it is a pretty cool experience. Greg Helmkamp, assistant <laughs> pro at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, caddying for Tom Watson. Can I add something to that? And then I'll add on to you. Okay. So, agents <clears throat> agents get 15% of earnings normally. Oh, I want to know the answer. I believe I'm an agent by setting him up with that. <laughs> and and if Tom, well, normally it's fifth, uh, it is 10% or is it, yeah, 10%. So, if Tom wins, I mean, that's 75 Gs for Greg. That's half his normal salary, but still. <laughs> He's going to take a two-week leave of absence. I may never see him again. <laughs> or Tom may take him on the road. road yeah. <laughs> You might be heading to four wins for a couple of days. So let's tie all this together. You just all told right. the Watson story about the pen, the bent putter. Did you notice who he's playing with today? 
Woody Austin. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Woody, Woody thought it was his own, and he bent it. <clears throat> Banged it over his head. Yeah, yeah that's funny. There's a famous shot of him oh, taking yeah. the putter oh, yeah. and that's hitting himself ironic. in the head <laughs> and bending the shaft. It all just wow. ties together wow. perfectly. Watson and Austin tee off at 135 today. <laughs> wow. I'm curious to hear from Greg what it was like to play with Goosen. Because he was with him and Kite. Tom withdrew. And he played terribly. But to play it was Goosen. And Miguel, I think, is either one ahead or one behind Greg today, or is it two? Two behind. Oh, okay. Or two in front, Two I in guess. front, yes. okay. Okay. Well. Methodical play is what you're referencing. No. <laughs> so, Miguel, what time is he teeing on? 13. Oh, so that means about 12 o'clock at showtime at the range. Oh, Miguel. Oh, there you go, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it I've yet. I've seen two of the days. Nice. It's fantastic. <laughs> Does he have the cigar going, too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw uh, Faxon and uh, a couple of the guys at Corn Dance last night at oh, dinner, so it's kind of cool seeing these guys around town. And yeah, I think they've been out and about. Yeah, yeah. downtown. Good um, for them. Yeah, it's cool. And Fox has done a great job of highlighting I, South Bend I as a have. whole, yes. which has been fantastic, as well as the golf course and the university. So kudos to them, too. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, and, and, and Shane Bacon and, and uh, um, Clad or whatever his name is that does the Joel Clad. He does a he's great job. He's, he's good. really good. Yeah. And you know the on-course guys, you know, uh, Brett Quigley's out there, Ken Brown. Um, they do a, they do a great job, but I think Curtis in the booth is really an Home asset. Run. He is. He's, and I, uh, he's, I think he, he's as good or better than Faldo, in my opinion. He was so engaging at the production meeting the other day. You know, again, I go pre, preconceived notion. He's kind of grumpy or whatever. He sought me out afterwards and was asking very germane questions about this, that. He was curious about how many rounds do you do? How do you limit rounds? So all of these practical things, and hopefully they find this, a way to work them into the... This yeah. is a chance for him to be in the booth, and I think it, it's a chance for oh, him yeah. to expand his role. I agree. Mm -hmm. He's in a home run right now. Yep. Stricker leads by two over Kelly, three over Toms. When we come back, you'll hear from Chris DeMarco, who is eight under and tied for fifth. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show, live at Warren Golf Course, side of the 40th U.S. Senior Open on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Along with Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett back at Warren Golf Course, John Foster moving on to other assignments. I can't imagine what, you know. I think it's coffee deliver. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve Stricker at 14 under, entering the third round today. Jerry Kelly at 12, David Toms 11. Retief Goosen moved up to 9 under. And then a group of three players are in fifth place at 8 under, including Chris DeMarco. 66-66 for DeMarco. And yesterday, Chris made seven birdies during his round, and this is what he had to say following his 66. Seven birdies today, Chris. Still some pretty good score conditions out there. Yeah, you know, um, 13 birdies in two days is pretty good around this place. Um, just really seeing the lines well on the greens, making a lot of putts. Um, and, you know, as long as keep the nerves intact, the putt seem to go where I'm aiming. So that's a good thing. Um, yeah, I bounced back really well. Every time I made a bogey, I made a birdie today. So um, it was it was good. It's nice out there. Ball striking seems to be pretty crisp right now. You know, I made in Japan on the second round, I, I kind of found something that I, that I kind of used to do. Just my club face was getting a little closed going back. And I just kind of squared it up going back. And that's the only feeling I'm trying to do. And the ball just, the club seems to be at the right place at impact. And it's a lot easier game when you're hitting the ball where you're aiming. Um, and this is the first time in a while 
Um, last week, same thing. I hit the ball really good last week. I just didn't make any putts. But um, ever since that second round, I've, I've shot par or better every round. So um, confidence is getting more and more every, every week, every day. Big difference in course conditions yesterday compared to today? Not really. No, I mean, it was still pretty soft out there. Greens were very receptive. Um, I'm sure if we get no more rain, the greens will just be firmer, which is fine with me. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of really tough little undulations back there that you got to get the ball in the right spot. If not, you have some pretty tough putts over ridges. And um, even that fourth hole today, which is an unbelievably hard hole, you know, you had a, had a great foreign in there 25 feet short, and I got to play a putt eight, eight or nine feet of break. So, um, you know, you just have to stay patient. And, you know, it helps when you're under par and you're doing really well to stay patient because you, you feel like you can afford to maybe not go at certain pins. Um, but, yeah, it was it, it was total control of my game the last two days, which has been nice. When you the other day when you were up at the point with us, you were talking about that stretch of holes, three, four, five. How are those holes playing today? Um, you know, the tees are back on three. I hit a good drive, and I, I hit a great six iron in about five feet, made birdie. Um, four was really a really hard hole. I had a really good drive and hit a four iron in there, 20, just two-putted. Five, they put the tees up, but still was a 215-yard shot. I two-putted and got out of there, and six, I had a, a good drive and a six iron to about 12 feet and made birdie there, too. So um, to play that stretch of holes two under, you're going you're gonna to have a good round. Chris, you've put yourself in, in position going into the weekend to contend in a major. What, what's that feel like? Well, I was just telling my caddy, it was, it's a funny story. This is like the first like real cut that I've made in a long time. So, I mean, um, you know, I missed the cut at the PGA and um, on the tour the last you know, couple of years, I really haven't played much, but the ones I had played, I had made the cut. So, you know, it, it was nice to kind of you know, earn this right, you know, it feels good. I mean, anytime you get to go on, on the weekend and in a major especially, um, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a, a good battle. I mean, Strick's playing great out there. So there's going to be no time to, you know, wait around for nerves to come around. It's going to be, you know, keep the pedal down and try to make birdies. Chris DeMarco, he is at minus eight and a tie for fifth place. And Chris today will play with Bob Estes. They'll go off at 3.03, third to the last group. Here is also DeMarco talking about his Notre Dame experience this week. This is a Florida Gator, big Gator football fan. Here's what he had to say about the Fighting Irish. You know, I, I can honestly say that, that I'm not a huge Notre Dame football fan because because they're always so good and whatever it is. And, and it's it, they're, they're the one, one of the teams in the country that is easy to not like. Um, but I will say that going in that locker room, um, getting that jersey, you know, the locker room gave me goosebumps. It really did. It was, it was certainly a special place. And then going in that stadium, um, you can see why this this university is beloved for sure. Because it, it, there's a there's so much um, tradition here, and to, to be in that locker room, I, when I walked to number one today from number 18, I tapped that wall. So um, yeah, it's, it it gave it gave, truly gave me goosebumps. They have a play like a champion today sign right off the first tee. Pretty good comments right there. The guys have loved the experience at Notre Dame. Tim and I will wrap things up next, live from the U.S. Senior Open, the Corona Premier Golf Show on WSBT. Well, we're going to wrap up 10 hours worth of U.S. Senior Open coverage on WSBT Radio right now as the closing seconds of the Corona Premier Golf Show. Here, wind down at Warren Golf Course. So we mentioned Stricker's name as a guy to beat a couple of weeks ago. So we sticking with Stricker as our guy? I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I, you almost think that it's got to be one of these top four. When coming from sixth place, 
as good as those two top guys, three guys are playing, yeah. hard to believe someone would catch them. Yeah, if you're six under, you're eight shots back. Yeah, I mean, that's just... With the way Stricker and Kelly and Toms yeah, are playing right now. they're not going to go out here and shoot mm-hmm. over par. You know, you, I mean, unless there's a golf course out there that we just haven't seen all right. week. But Hey, Warren is busy right now with the U.S. Senior Open, but Blackthorne is the place to be right now to play some golf this weekend. Yeah, we're busy, but uh, I think we have between there and Signal Point, and we'll get you out. Call up 232-4653. Love to uh, scratch that golf itch you might have after watching all this golf here. I definitely have that after being here all week. There's no doubt about that. I enjoyed it. Thanks for coming out today. Yeah, we'll this is awesome. S- we'll see you in a couple of weeks when we do an open championship golf show, and that's it for the year, believe it or not. Wow, time flies when you're having fun. No doubt about it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, Darren. For Matt Embry, our producer, John Foster, Tim Firestone, I'm Darren Pritchett. This has been the Corona Premier Golf Show live from the U.S. Senior Open on WSBT South Bend. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 